Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today on my Just Janice podcast. I'm super excited to be talking to you guys today about the power of influence and about how to allow yourself to be used by the Lord to impact people around you. I think a lot of times that we tend to think that we have to be in a certain position in life or know enough scripture or go to church enough or do enough things before we are qualified to impact the world for Christ, but that is so not true, and so we're going to be talking about that today. I'm going to be sharing some personal stories with you of ways that God has used me to impact other people, and then I have an awesome poem to share with you guys at the end, so stay tuned. It's going to be great. Matthew 5.14 says, You are the light of the world. What an awesome privilege that is as a believer to be able to bear the name of Christ, that no matter where you are, whether you're in line at Walmart or you're sitting in your cubicle at work or you're at a family function, you have the the privilege and the responsibility really to to carry the light of Christ to those around you. And I had an experience maybe a few years ago where I think it was two or three years ago, I was at a local dry cleaner and honestly was not even thinking about ministering to the people there. Um, And this is why the Bible says to be ready in season and out of season. I was kind of out of season at that point and not really prepared to minister. I was honestly, I was there to pick up tablecloths for work. Furthest thing from my mind was ministering to the people there. And I went to check out and one of the ladies just started breaking down crying. And I had determined that once we had finished our transactions, that the transaction we were doing, that I was going to pray for her. Well, she ended up letting another one of the workers finish checking me out. And so my flesh was like, okay, well, you know, she's, she went to the back. So I'm just, I guess I'm not going to pray for her. But then my spirit man rose up and I was like, no, like, she needs prayer. She needs encouragement. Something's going on in her life. And so I said to the lady that was had finished checking me out when she was done, I said, could you please go get that other lady and bring her back up here? I want to, I really want to pray for her. She kind of looked at me like, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, she probably thought I was crazy, but whatever, it doesn't matter. That's one thing that I have just asked the Lord to strip for me is fear of man because fear of man is a snare. The Bible says that and a snare holds us back. So traps us. That's what a snare is. And so if we allow fear of man to rule our lives, it'll stop us from doing anything God's called us to do. So we have to break that. So that's just a little word there, a little plug, um, just to seek the Lord about breaking fear of man from your life because you need to be free. So anyway, so she went back and got got the first lady and brought her back out. And I just said to her, hey, I just saw that you were really upset. Can I pray for you? And 
you know what? She had one of two options. She could have said yes or she could have said no. And that's the worst case. The worst case scenario is she could have said no. So it was worth the risk to throw it out there and just be obedient to what God was putting on my heart. But she did say yes. And she shared with me that she had just gotten a call from the doctors um, and it wasn't a good report of something. I think, um, I think she said that they thought she might have cancer. And so I was able to just hug her and love on her and just speak life into her because she was obviously distraught as anyone would be to hear that. And um, I just got to pray for her and pray for healing and believe for healing. And now I don't know what came of that. I don't know um, what she's, what ended up happening with her, but I'm just thankful that God gave me the opportunity to pray with her and to love on her and just share the light of Christ that's in me and to show his love for her and that he cared for her. And I think a lot of times we do give up opportunities. Like we pray a lot of times, like, God, give me opportunities to minister. Give me opportunities to share your love. And he's like, they're around you constantly. Like God doesn't have to put a big flag in front of your face and say, Hey, this is an opportunity for you to minister. Like if you're around people at all, you will always have opportunity to minister because people need the light that's inside of you. And God tells us not to hide that light. Don't put it under a bushel. Like you don't light a candle and stick it under a bushel. He wants us to let our light shine. And whether that is, means that you're going to mentor someone one-on-one or you're going to minister to a big group or you're ministering to your family, it doesn't matter where you're at, <laughs> what God's called you to do. The only thing that really matters is that you're obedient to what he's called you to do. Another thing I really want to encourage you to is I think a lot of times what holds us back from stepping out when we feel like God's put it on my heart to like share about my faith with someone or to pray with someone like we tend to think about how like every worst case scenario of how it could go wrong or what if I say something wrong or what if I like fumble over my words or I stutter or I say something that doesn't make sense. And I think about the scripture that tells us to not worry about what we'll say, that God will give us exactly what we need in the moment we need it. And I have had a few times where God has put on my heart to step out and talk to certain people about him and just share the truth of the gospel and the reality of his love for them. And I've been like, okay, like, I don't know what I'm going to say. Like, you can't prepare fully for something like that. I mean, being in the Word of God prepares you and being in prayer and just being in fellowship with Him does. But when He calls you to step out in something and it's unscripted, which, hello, I like a script. So stepping out in something and being and having it be unscripted is so not easy for me, but I just trust Him and I trust that the Holy Spirit lives inside of me and so He will fulfill his word and keep his promise to give me the words I need in the moments I need them. And so I've had times where he has asked me to do that. And you're never prepared fully for what the other person might ask or say. But I remember one instance where the Lord put on my heart to talk to someone specifically about him. And that person came back at me with like a million questions, which don't let that discourage you or scary if God's putting it on your heart to step out and share your faith with someone. And 
the Holy Spirit just gave me instant answers for everything. And then I also want to say, like, don't feel like you have to know everything before you step out. I think that's also important not to feel like you have to know everything because we'll never know any everything on this side of eternity. And there's a really good quote that I like. It says, um, you don't have to know much to teach someone who knows nothing. So if you're stepping out and you're sharing your faith with someone who's not living for the Lord, or maybe God is calling you to step out and speak to a brother or sister in Christ, someone who does love the Lord, but maybe they need correction and love, um, God's going to give you exactly what you need to say. He's going to tell you what to say and how to say it. That's what my mentor, Cindy, always says. We always say that. God's going to give us what to say, and he's going to tell us how to say it. So just rest assured that he's going to do that. And if you don't know an answer to something, which I've had that many times too, it's okay to say, actually, that's something I've never thought about, but I am more than willing to look it up and get back with you. And so that's way better than just making up an answer or feeling obligated to say something like don't let that the fear of like not having a response to someone trip you up or keep you from stepping out and being bold and just sharing your faith and doing what God's called you to do because he has called you to be an influence to wherever he's put you um like I said earlier whether that's just passing by someone in the grocery store maybe he puts a word on your heart for them or maybe it's someone at church or someone your coworker that sits next to you every day or or whatever like let boldness arise in you and just trust him that he is going to be faithful to show you what to say and how to say it All right, so as we finish up this episode, I want to read a letter to you because you may be listening to this and maybe everything I'm saying is going completely over your head because you don't even know the Lord yet or maybe you just have walked away from him and so you're like, I'm not in a position to go out and share my faith with people because I don't even have faith myself. And so I want to read something to you. This is a letter. It's called An Intimate Message from God to You. And it's all based on scripture. It's based on the word of God. And it's put into this beautiful letter. And this is something that I received maybe five or six years ago. And I've shared it a lot at different events I've done with women. I've shared it with my youth group. Um, I've shared it with a lot of people because <laughs> I, I love it. And I've had it hanging in my house too, just I think it's great. And so I'm going to read this to you. And here we go. My child, you may not know me, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you rise up. I am familiar with all your ways. Even the very hairs on your head are numbered. For you were made in my image. In me, you live and move and have your being. And for you are my offspring. I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You were not a mistake, for all your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you, simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could, for I am the perfect father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand. 
for I am your provider and I meet all your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts toward you are countless as the sand of the seashore, and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all of my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me, you will find me. Delight in me, and I will give you the desires of your heart, for it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more than you could possibly imagine, for I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day I will wipe away every tear from your eyes, and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your Father, and I love you even as I love my son Jesus. For in Jesus, my love for you is revealed. It is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I loved that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me and nothing will ever separate you from me again. Come home, and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father, and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? I am waiting for you. Love your dad, almighty God. So I love that poem. There's just so much truth wrapped up in that, um, because it's completely scripture-based. And I just love it, and I hope that it blesses you. So I'm going to close out this podcast today with prayer. And so thank you so much for tuning in. And yeah, let us pray. Father God, I just thank you for the listeners on this podcast today. God, I pray for anyone who is already a believer. God, I pray that they would let their light shine no matter where they're at. God, whether they're out and about or whether they're in their home. God, I thank you that their light shines and that they represent you well. And God, I pray for anyone that's listening to this podcast that doesn't know you. God, I pray that you would just give them an encounter with you, God, that they would know that you are for them and not against them. God, that you love them and that you gave your son Jesus to make a way for relationship, God, to forgive them of their sins. And so I just thank you for what you're doing in my life. I thank you for what you're doing in everyone else's life that's listening. God, I thank you that you're good and that you are for us. And I just love you so much. Thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen.